Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Happy Wednesday. We are just plowing through December. It is going crazy fast. So as I am want to remind you, I hope that you've wrapped up 2018, you feel good about it, and you're ready to launch into your 2019 with fire and fury, ready to take, just take no prisoners, just uh, really have an awesome year. Uh, I still haven't done all that yet, (laughs) but I will. Uh, Time has just gone really fast. Uh, Work has picked up. Um, then there's my year end business goals and things that I need to do. So it's a lot going on. No excuses though. I'll have it done. Uh, I'm a deadline person, so I'll have it done before the end of the year. So check it out. I was talking to one of my coworkers yesterday. She subscribed. Welcome. And, uh, (laughs) I was sharing with her probably oversharing, but I was sharing with her some things I wish I had known when I was in my 20s and 30s. And maybe someone tried to tell me and I didn't listen. But here's the short list because it's pretty lengthy. But the short list, number one, I wish someone had emphasized the fact that you probably won't have a super clear idea of what you want to do for the rest of your life at 17 or 18 when you pick your major in college. Um, And even though whoever's paying for college or who's helping you pay for college doesn't want to hear it, you might not have a clear vision. You know what I mean? Like you're young. And so that's part of being young. You might not know exactly what you want to do for decades to come. So um, I wish I had known that. Although I picked correctly for me, uh, but to be able to get fully into my career took quite some time because um, you, you just have to do certain things in order for that to come together. And uh, I didn't really have a plan. I just had an idea of what I wanted to do. And I was completely caught off guard when I realized that uh, the film industry was like so cutthroat and obviously full of me, too. And I wasn't uh, I was so young and naive. It didn't dawn on me that my talent wasn't going to be enough, that I was going to have to, like, you know, do stuff with other parts of my body to to get attention, which I'm not saying that's completely the way it is, but I remember a couple scenarios where I was uncomfortable and I was like, oh, okay. Now as a grown woman, as someone who's old enough to be that person's parent, I can look back and say, oh, I, I was expected to do something that I really wasn't going to do, excuse me, and never consider doing. Because it's just now dawning on me like 25 years later. (laughs) So there's that. The second thing I wish someone would have mentioned is your feet. Over 40, your feet become a thing. I don't know. Uh, Genetically, uh, something happens to your feet. Uh, There's just a lot going on. There's pain. All those years of wearing not the right shoes. uh, It's a thing. Pay attention to your feet. And then when things start changing, uh, don't just shirk it off. Like, make sure you're paying attention to your feet. They matter. And they will hurt, man. Like, no one said anything. I'm like, what's wrong with my feet? Um, There was definitely something post-40 with your feet. Number three, post-40, your gene pool. If there's diseases in your family gene history, watch out. 
because over 40, uh, basically your genes just say, jump on in. Water's warm. Whatever is out there in your family, you, you're probably going to get it. Um, unless it's something like you can control, like type two diabetes just runs through my family. You can control that with diet. You can control that with exercise. I've had a lot of stuff wrong with me, but my blood sugar has never been one of them. Uh, you really can control that, but you got to pay attention to it and you're more susceptible to it. If you have a family history of it, same with high blood pressure, all these things you can control. You know, I had no idea Everybody in my family had high blood pressure. I know my mom and my sister did, but, you know, I'm walking around with this giant blood pressure, taking cold medicine, which raises your blood pressure, FYI, and I wind up in the hospital, like, with tons of crap wrong with me, Um, and it's amazing because I was visiting with my doctor the other day, and he's, you know, seven years later, he's just like, it's amazing that you're so healthy because... It just, I mean, the shit, the shit was bleak. It was grim. No, no doubt about it. Uh, so you can turn your health around. You know that, but no going in. Don't let it get to that point because everybody won't be able to do that. You know, so take care of your health uh, first and foremost and pay attention to your family history. Uh, whatever is going on in your family is probably going to go on with you in some form or fashion. Please pay attention. Now, the other thing I want to touch on, um, then I think we could connect the dots, but when I was saying this to my coworker, her face was a mix of curiosity and wonder. And I felt like, okay, I'm going to podcast about this as we age men and women, (laughs) different things happen. Most of Most of the women I know, over 40, sex drive has gone up. Sex has become more pleasurable. For most men that I know, sex drive has gone down. And uh, there's a reason why there's all these erectile dysfunction commercials on TV. I'm just saying. Uh, Make the connections, people. There's all kinds of pills out here. Apparently, people are really having a hard time. Uh, Well, actually, they're not having a hard time. It won't get hard or stay hard. So as a woman, I think it's important to be prepared for that scenario because it's awkward and um, uncomfortable. And it's not something that, you know, uh, I don't think anybody ever talks about it. And so, you know, you're used to guys being like these, you know, super sexed up weirdos all the time. And then at a certain age, it's just like, you know, for some guys, this is not a big deal. It's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I was tired of being all consumed about sex anyway. Well, okay. But the woman in your life is having a completely different sexual journey. A lot of women have, you know, have blossomed in their forties and they feel good about themselves. And, you know, they look over and you're like, it's an issue. And I'm not trying to make light of it, but pay attention really take note it's a ton of erectile dysfunction commercials out here and a lot of uh, male performance products are on the market and some of it is illness you know men don't always take great care of themselves they don't eat right they don't exercise you know and diabetes will affect your uh penis (laughs) i mean i don't want (laughs) to i'm not a teacher i'm not a scientist i'm not a doctor but i do think people need to be aware um 
more aware of what we're dealing with on a on a day to day basis. And I think some women, uh, I think all women need to be aware that your sex life in your 20s and 30s is going to be a lot different over 40. And your partner may be different over 40. And uh, not everybody has the same issues, of course. Nobody's having one giant collective experience. But I'm telling you, with a table full of women over 40, erectile dysfunction is going to come up. (laughs) People are going to, it just becomes a topic. And people talk about it. I've had more than one person confide in me about it. And it's a thing. And, you know, I just wish we could get to a place where uh, we could all talk about issues that are really bothering us and solutions for that. Um, but that's my take on it. Take care of your health. Uh, pay attention to what's going on in your body. Pay attention to what's going on in your family history. Don't feel a ton of pressure at, at 17, 18 years old to have your life all mapped out because I mean, chances are it's not going to happen that way anyway. Um, don't su- succumb to that kind of pressure. Don't put that kind of pressure on yourself. But also, too, you know, be prepared for the unexpected over 40. And one of those things will be erectile dysfunction. And uh, let's get them functioning again. That'd be great. How about that? <laughs> let's have commercials for erectile functioning. <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right. Have a great day, and I hope this helps someone.